0: Hey, hi, hello, welcome to the Influenced Podcast. I am your host, Brianna Monet. The Influenced Podcast is a place where I sit down with social media influencers, entrepreneurs, and creatives to have convos about how they balance living life out loud on social media while walking with God. This is also a place where I talk with my friends and discuss certain cultural topics like dating, modesty, friendship, and sex, and how our faith has influenced the way we think about them. So, get ready to listen. Everyone these days aspires to be an influencer to a certain degree, right? To be honest, it's probably one of the most overused words in the last two to three years, and some who garner the title use their influence better than others, even for the purpose of glorifying God. Have you ever wondered how some people are able to use social media to cultivate their God-given gifts? In this episode, I go deep with entrepreneur, social media expert, and influencer Jordan Nicholson about doing just that. We talk all about showing up in the Word and online, feeding your audience, brightening yourself in purpose, and taking your content creation to the next level. Take a listen. (laughs) So,
1: Jordan, you help women build their brands, generate income, and grow their businesses online, but you're also a woman who lives that out in your own personal life. So tell me a little bit about how you got started, how you made this a reality for
0: yourself.
2: Sure. So how I got started, so I went to school for journalism and mass communications. Mm -hmm. I graduated, and I was just sure that I was going to end up on 106th and Park or and be an entertainment host. So I found myself kind of traveling here and there. I lived in Miami for a summer. I lived in New York for a summer. Um, I visited LA and, you know, oh, just, wow. nothing really just felt like me. I lived mm-hmm. in DC for a little while and I feel like that I I kind of found a groove. I started working at a news, uh, news station and, you know, I realized that, like, I was not going to be able to speak my mind and like I would have to have an unbiased opinion and I would have to, mm-hmm. you know, report facts. And I was like, eh, I don't know if this is me. I thought it was me, you know, and with entertainment it's a it's a little different it's different, but I, I just right. didn't want to say fast tonight and I also didn't want to build myself off of gossiping about other people. Like I literally would think about like before I posted anything on social media about a celebrity, I'd be like, you know what? I feel like I could really be good friends with Kylie Jenner or, mm-hmm. you know, like you, whoever people that people are typically talking about gossiping about. I was like I don't, right. that doesn't sit well with me. So what can I do? So that's when I started tapping into social media. I wasn't really taking it seriously at first. but I was like, you know what? This is a good place for me to do YouTube, to do makeup tutorials, even though I'm not really good at makeup and that's what everybody's doing. So I was like, Hey, why not? I, you know it's hard for me to think outside of the box. I made some blogs um and mm-hmm. I use those same skills that i that I learned in school at a t right. Aggie pride. <laughs> I use those same skills to uh for like camera presence and you know for speaking and pronunciation and things like that. so I was like, oh i'm actually I actually am using my my skill set, but how can I generate an income? from this? How can this become a job for me? And so one of my friends I met in college, Brianna Ponte, she actually was like, Jordan, you can create the life you want for yourself. This is how you Mm -hmm. do it. She just laid things out for me. And that's really when, that's really when things took off for me. That was really when I saw that there was so much money to be made on Instagram and I could make money while like making an impact on other people. And voicing my opinion, being myself, you know? So it was just, like, the perfect place for me.
1: Yeah, I think that's so awesome because I think now it's kind of like a known, like, you can, in a way, get paid for being yourself or really make a life out of just being you. But I'm assuming, like, when you first started, you didn't really see a lot of that.
2: No, actually, I didn't. I went through a phase of just kind of working really hard Mm -hmm. and, Thinking that if I posted cute pictures of me and my boyfriend, my husband, if I posted cute stuff and made YouTube videos and told people to come watch me and said, follow, follow me, I'll follow you back, I used to think that was, like, enough, and I realized yeah. it wasn't. That's not really what people some – people, some people aren't successful from that. But it didn't work. That didn't work for me. It did not work Mm -hmm. for me. What I realized is that, and, and, you know, I had this moment with God, and it was like he was asking me, what are you really doing this for? Is it for yourself or is it for me? Is it Mm -hmm. kingdom work or is it Jordan work? And that was a wake-up call. That was, like, a moment where I was like, you know what? Why? Why? Why do I want to have a lot of followers? Why do I want to make money on Instagram? Why do I want to be a, quote, unquote, influencer? And the answer wasn't very pretty, you know, it was mm-hmm. for, for my for my glory. And so when I changed that mindset to how can I impact children of God and non believers, like how how can I do that? That's so when God started giving me fresh ideas. I started connecting with photographers who could take really cool videos for me. And that that's really what changed things was was changing my mindset for like why, my reason, my why, why am I doing
1: mm-hmm. this? Yeah, I love that. Like putting a purpose to what it is that you're doing, something that you love to do, something you're passionate about, something you're talented in, and really having that be the motivation or the driving focus as opposed to having it be purely on societal measures like followers or likes or comments. Of course, those things, you know, are byproducts of that, but you really had a purpose and a vision with that. Right, right. Yeah. And so in that, that's what you kind of do for the woman that you coach and consult. And so what would you say are some of the things or the trends that you see in terms of them that are hindering them from cultivating the vision that God has given them?
2: You know, it's so interesting because walking into this it's it's almost like it's it's kind of weird because it's like I am mm-hmm. making a living off of teaching people how I live. It's it's you know, it's like yeah. it's like Teaching people in a webinar how to create their own webinar, you know, so it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's a weird business to be in. But I have had several conversations with women where we both end up crying in our, oh. in our strategy session. And I think it's it, – I know it's because when it comes to branding yourself, I always preach, like, whoever you are online needs to be the same person you are offline and we need to figure mm-hmm. out who that is today. You know, who are you? What is your why? And I think that in those strategy sessions I I ask questions that make really make people dig in and dig deep and it's not always a mm-hmm. pretty place, but out of that comes beauty, you know, when we really dig into our why you realize why you're doing something and maybe you never realize that you keep you're stuck in this pattern because of some like some trauma that happened years ago or whatever and I'm not a counselor but I've, I've had yeah people say, can I just pay you for counseling I'm like no I'm not <laughs> licensed for that but I can definitely coach you through this but you know I, I definitely feel like branding is like who has God branded you to be it's not really me nice yeah. creating brands for people online. It's really discovering the brand that's already been branded into you, like like literally, like, mm. like hot press into your arm, into your heart. Who are you? Who did God create you to be? And let's discover that together. So that's really what I help people do. And I think a lot of times people kind of gloss over that part of creating their business or or branding themselves online, they forget Mm -hmm. the groundwork of what is their why, what is their mission, like who is their target demographic, you know, who are they trying to serve, are they trying to serve people, Um, and how can they better serve um, their target demographic, and I think when we don't ask ourselves those tough questions, it, it can get really foggy. You forget, you lose sight, and you don't have a clear focus of like why you're doing something, who you're doing it for, you know, and it just becomes kind of hazy, and you don't you don't understand why, and then you lose motivation, and you wonder why you're losing motivation. It's because you don't even know what to be motivated for anymore.
0: Mm.
1: Wow. I think it's very easy even in social media, to just lose sight of that, like who you Mm -hmm. are, why you even started this, and even you gave a lot of insight into branding. And so I know that's such, like, a hot-button word nowadays. Everybody just throws it around. But how would you define what branding yourself online, giving yourself an online presence really is?
2: That's a good question. I don't have, like, a short, short answer, but I I think it's – digging in deep to who you are and presenting that to your online community and that whoever that is, is the same person you are at all times. It's not me showing up this perfect with, with makeup, always face beat perfect outfit I'm always dressed like to the nines like no that's not really me you know so my thing is if somebody sees you in public and you're super nice and bubbly online but then you're a totally different person when they see you in the line at Target and you can't speak or you just kind of like go and put your head down whether you know them or not. Because that happens sometimes you don't know the person, but, you know, (laughs) like it's just like you need to be the same person at all times. Um, Mm -hmm. So I I would just define it as digging in deep to to who you are and being that person at all times, even even offline.
1: Awesome. Do you think that everyone should have a brand, per se, online? Here's my thing.
2: Some Mm -hmm. people online are online to consume content. Other people are online to create content for the consumers. So I think you really have to decide, like, who do you want to be? Do you want to be a consumer or a content creator? I know that when I, like, I've had stages of being a consumer and it doesn't really feel good because I feel like I'm missing out. Like, wait, hold on. I want to create because we're all made to create, you know. But I do think, like, the world goes round because of consumers. (laughs) So Mm -hmm. I think that it's really a decision you have to make. Do you want to consume or do you want to create? When you create, it's like, you know, for me, and not everyone is built this way. Not everyone is wired this way, and that's okay. But for me, I get motivated. I get like, you know, I, I, I get going when it comes time to create things. And like I yeah. said, when it t- comes time to consume, I like I like watching videos and stuff. And people will be like, "Have you seen this video?" And I'm like, "Oh no, I was I was creating content. What, what is it? <laughs> like, you know what I mean?" And I, yeah. I mean, not to say that I don't show love to like other creators and and things that, and, and people out there, but I'm just saying like right. I don't spend a lot of time scrolling and scrolling aimlessly. There are people that I will go look for. That I'm like, okay, I wonder what mm-hmm. she's doing today. I wonder where she's up to. I wonder what she posts. And I'll go, I go look at individual people's accounts. But as far as going, right. I feel like that can get you really sucked in. You can become depressed. Mm. Like it can just, it can get really dark when you yeah, become absolutely. too much of a consumer. So I think people should just really decide. Um, and then once you decide that, then if, if you want to be a creator, then yes, you need a brand. You definitely need, need a brand. Definitely.
1: So, you kind of touched on it a little bit, but as a social media expert, what has been your journey or your relationship with social media?
2: Yeah, that's a great question because when I am, like, let's say I'm working on a campaign and maybe I have a webinar coming up, maybe I have Mm -hmm. a, a new sale, a holiday sale special going on, I am really tapped in, really focused. I am pumping out content, creating content, answering messages and it's exhausting and really, really draining. And that can get really tiring. And I just like right now, I have hundreds of messages I have not responded to. I have over 40 or over no over 50 or 60 requests of people trying to message me. And that right there, me even just saying that is overwhelming. Mm -hmm. And it gives me a little anxiety. (laughs) And I, and I, I can't even imagine people who have more of a following, have more people reaching out and wanting to talk to them, or you know, you know, comment about something. Yeah. But it, it, there is a, there is anxiety. I think it's really important to set boundaries. So, you know, for me, I'll sit down and I'll okay, I'll say, all right, on Saturday at two o'clock, I'm gonna go through and I'm just gonna answer, you know, twenty minutes worth of questions or twenty minutes worth of messages. I'm gonna go through and respond to people. Then mm-hmm. after that, I'm done. Anybody I can't get to, it's okay. It's not the end of the world. If they really want to reach out, then they can email me. That's a, you know, that's yeah. a better way to, to get a hold of me. So, like, if it's really important, it's going to be in my email. That's what I would say is is just being overwhelmed. That that has been my relationship, being overwhelmed. But mm-hmm. there's also been really beautiful moments of me just feeling like, wow, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. I've shared yeah. some really deep and personal, intimate things. I shared my testimony about masturbation and pornography. And mm-hmm. I remember after I posted that, I literally like ran and hid under the kitchen table. And I was like telling my husband, I was like, I can't believe I posted that. <laughs> and he was like, he was like, girl, if you don't get up. <laughs> but I just remember feeling so, I'm not, not I wasn't shameful, but I was just, it, I don't even know the word. I was just scared nervous about what people were going to think of me after they knew that that was something Mm -hmm. I had struggled with before. But I realized that there were so many other people struggling with that. I had hundreds of messages and I literally took like a whole two weeks to give back to everyone. And I prayed with people. I sent voice memos. This one girl specifically, she reached out and she said, I live on a small Island. Everyone knows everyone. I could never tell anybody at church. I could never ask for prayer about this. But the fact that you just shared this, like, I know that I can overcome this, like, with God and just, you know, talking to you. And so that was that was a really big moment for me because I realized that God can use us through social media. It's not all, not just a shallow, pretentious likes and comments and make money and influence. Like, if that's not all that it's about. You can really make a huge impact. People can literally be set free. By what you share on mm-hmm. social media, and I want to be a part of that. I do believe that God has called some of us to be on the front lines of social media, just like he's called certain people to ministry um, and travel the country. Some people have been called to be preachers and p- pastors and, and people in the church and deacons, and, you know, and I feel like there is a group of us called to the front lines of social media, and we need to show up, and just like every other war in the spiritual journey, it's like a warfare on social media. People can either choose to read your post, or read someone else's post, or maybe they read both. And what are they gonna like? What are they getting at the end of the day? Are they gonna go to bed holding on to the, what you said, the word that you shared? Or are they gonna hold on to what Cardi B shared? Cardi B, she she shares some real stuff sometimes. Okay, I'm not gonna lie, <laughs> but I mean, I'm not gonna vouch for everything she says. But <laughs> right. I'm just saying, you, you know, like you know what I'm trying to say. Yeah. what what you you, We want people to hold on to the word of God, you know, the word of God that hasn't been tainted by anything. So um, I think that it's just really important for us to show up. It's just really important. And I think there – I feel like there are some of us that feel a tug and we don't really know what it is. We don't really know where to start. So if, you know, if anyone is listening and you're like, oh, I feel like that's me, then most likely it's you. You know, if there's a room full of people, I was in a room full of people at a conference and the pastor was like, stand up if you feel called to ministry. And like the the whole room stood up and I just remember feeling like, I do, but I don't know, I don't feel like I'm called to go and travel all over the world. I don't feel like I'm supposed to be a pastor, you know, but, you know, if so I didn't stand up, but I remember feeling like I do feel called to ministry. I do. And so, you know, this, my Instagram is, like, my form of ministry. Um, and on. it's also a way for me to not just, I obviously get compensated for for some of the stuff I post, but my mm-hmm. testimonies and stuff, that's not, that's, that's free will, right? <laughs> that's me, just, this is what God wants me to share today, so I'm going
1: to share it. Oh, my gosh, Jordan, that was so good. I couldn't, like, that was so well articulated. It was, like, taken right out of my thoughts. i (laughs) honestly i believe what you said 100 percent wholeheartedly i think it rings true when they say like you know sometimes people won't even open their bibles but they will read your life and it's like our lives what we portray on social media like that's just as important and even like you were saying with branding how we should be the same online as we are in person because people Mm -hmm. will see that and they will Mm -hmm. read it and they will be like well that person is a believer and they will take that yeah. as, oh, this is what, you know, if they're supposed to be like God, Christ-like, which is what a Christian is, then mm-hmm. that's what I'm seeing. I,
2: I, um, I work with people all the time. And a lot of people that, you know, come to me to, to work with me, they're believers and they're asking mm-hmm. how they, they can share their ministry. Um, I have this girl who does um, prayer cards. It designs prayer cards that you can you can you can pray for people and keep it posted on your wall and it looks very cute. You know, I have another girl who she's into fashion and she's a motivational and Christian speaker and she wants to share like you can love God and be stylish and modest at the same mm-hmm. time. You don't have you don't have to show your body to still so be stylish and so I yeah. have people that come to me like that all the time. And one thing that I say is, like, you don't have to invest in me, but you need to invest in your brand. If you're here for the ministry, you need to invest in your brand, and you need to pay for – that's the fact of You need to pay to have your Instagram looking nice, whether it's paying for a course to make it look nice and and learn new things, because we are competing with people who have really great quality content, and they're not putting anything Mm -hmm. edifying out. So, like – I don't believe that as Christians we're supposed to show up on Instagram and have terrible quality content. Who wants to see that? We have right. to. We need to appeal because we like we're in the world. We're not of the world. But if we are going to be in the world, we need to at least look the part. And does that make sense? Like I, I'm. Yeah. know. I don't, yeah, I mean, I don't mean like we look like everyone else. But we need to. We need to come and, and be aesthetically pleasing. You know. When yeah. You, like when if you're going to show up, up and, show up. Yeah. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So that's one of my big things. Like we don't need to back down and and be so like, no, social media is not that big of a deal. I'm just gonna share, and God is gonna send people my way. No, you need to do what you need to do to expand the kingdom of God by all by, by all means. You know what I mean? If you gotta if you gotta invest five hundred dollars in your Instagram, two thousand, even two. I have people that invest two, three, four thousand dollars in creating content and making their page look good. And guess what? people come and see them and they follow them and they get fed by them. So, I yeah. mean, this is, this is, you're investing in the kingdom. So I just I would say like, if if you're someone who is like sitting on the fence about rebranding or going hard, we're in mm-hmm. 2021 and we just, we've got to come correct and we need our page to look good so we can attract the eyes of believers and non-believers so they can hear a word be fed.
1: Absolutely. And so even with that, like, quality content and just, you know, showing up so others can be fed, how mm-hmm. can people develop those skills? You know, how can someone who wants to be able to step into what either you're doing or what they feel called to do on social media, how can they, you know, show up? What kind of skills can they develop?
2: Well, I would first say something that, <laughs> something that I'm struggling now with in the middle of COVID is getting into my Bible. And so as Mm -hmm. I say this, I'm being totally transparent with myself and with you and everyone listening. Um, I think it's important to show up in the word and show up in a way that's not pushy, like you're not pushing anything on anyone, but that's. But you can tell, like, oh, this person has spent some time with the Lord. Like, they're not just showing up saying God is good. They they actually have some substance. They've actually gone through some things and had a revelation and talked to God before they came to this platform. So I think it's mm-hmm. important to first go to God and, and also see what God wants you to share. I have moments where I'm like, God, I don't know what I'm going to share this week or next week. Please give me a word. What, what, what do you want me to say? What do your people mean? And he will let me know. He will literally drop things in my spirit while I'm driving. I'll literally pull up at the light and type in my notes, like, next post, marriage and selflessness, yeah. or marriage and servanthood, whatever. So um, I think, like I said, going to, going to God, getting your Bible, asking God what he needs to post. And that, those are, like, the foundational things. Of, of becoming um, an online Christian influencer or content creator, but I, I would say um, investing in your in yourself. If that is buying a course by someone mm-hmm. that you, you trust, somebody that's put out some free stuff for you, that you're like, oh yeah, now they know what they're talking about, I think that is also a great place to start. I have some freebies in my bio if you want to check those out. Totally free. You just put in your email address and I'll send them to you. I think there's like three or four freebies that you get a five-day Instagram challenge, which I think is really good because it, like, pushes you outside of your comfort zone and makes you dig deeper mm-hmm. and gives you some prompts. So I definitely recommend that. But there are so many free resources on the Internet, so I would definitely take advantage of those. And then when you're ready, when you feel like you've gotten all the free stuff you can get, go ahead and invest in the course. Go ahead and invest in somebody to rebrand you. Or go ahead and pick out a color palette. And start wearing those colors and start posting with a a preset that you get from Creative Market. That's the plug right there. Those are, like, major (laughs) stuff right there, (laughs) you know. And start making your page look better by hiring out a photographer. Maybe you have a friend who's getting into photography. Maybe you Mm -hmm. have something that the photographer doesn't. Maybe you have some more followers than a photographer. Maybe you have, uh, I don't know, some some side hustle, or maybe you're really good at writing. Maybe you can do a trade-off. And say, hey, photographer! I can paint your nails every day for two weeks if you take pictures of me. Or you know, you can you can get creative yeah. with it and and do a trade in the beginning and get some great quality content out for for yourself. Um, that's that's what I would say. So you start out the fa- foundations of it. What does God want? And then you move on to the aesthetics and you know and the, the aesthetics and the foundation of what you're going to be posting. Your why. Those two together make for really great content.
1: Awesome. So kind of backtracking a little bit, now that we've talked about aesthetic and all that, I want to talk about purpose. So how do you kind of develop that purpose for your personal or even your branded company business, whatever have you, social media usage or that page?
2: So that is tricky, okay? It it doesn't have to be tricky. It it shouldn't be tricky. Mm -hmm. It's really, I've realized that, All of our purpose is the same. Our purpose is to share the gospel, to glorify God, right? That is our purpose. So if you're doing that, you're walking in your purpose, but your calling can be different in different seasons. I've been mm-hmm. called to work in corporate offices, but my purpose never changed. My purpose was always to glorify God, was always to share the gospel. Even if I wasn't talking about God, it was still to glorify him with my conversations, it was still to glorify him in the work that I was doing and the my my diligence and, you know, my attitude. So the our purpose doesn't change. So I would say that we all have some like God-given desires, and just like you know, some of us are really really into fashion. Some of us are really into swimming and like aquatics, and like we just want. I, I have a I have um, I've talked to somebody who really wants little kids to learn how to swim, which I I I really I'm a strong believer in kids swimming at a young age. And so, you know, some of us are really passionate about that. And you can tie all that in with the word of God. There's so there's so many ways you can tie it into to, to God and what God says about things So I think that the best thing you can do is just to keep that purpose of sharing the gospel Mm -hmm. with other people. If we keep that in our mind and we tie that into like God-given desires and talent, that's usually where it intersects. And I, I forgot I was listening to this one podcast and it was like, what you're supposed to be doing is at the intersection of what, the intersection of who God wants you to be and at the, at the intersection of who people need you to be. That is where you are. So what do people need you to be for them for for yeah. me personally i feel like people need to see for me a black couple you know we're mm-hmm. we're, a, we're a colorful couple married and we're living for the lord so i think people need to see that and also see that like it doesn't have to be like Corny. Corny. Yeah. Corny's a good. Yeah. Like <laughs> you don't have to be corny. And I'm not I'm not calling anybody corny, but I think there's like a this is association or stereotype behind being a Christian, being married, having a family, it's almost like they're corny, but like no, we're actually not corny. We're not. And you don't have to be corny. You don't have to mm-hmm. like be a black Christian. <laughs> like and I I feel like I'm coming off really wrong, but I'm just saying like, No. I, I I remember looking specifically, I remember looking a few years ago for someone who was really in the street style, for someone who maybe looked a little bit like me, because we all want to see ourselves. We want to see someone that looks like us, like, like, for encouragement, like, oh, that looks like me. And I I wanted someone who believes in God, the street Mm -hmm. style that looked like me, that believed in God. And that was, like, really, really, like, a believer, not just, like, God first. And so – I looked and looked and could not find anybody. And I just had this thought, like, what if I become the person I'm looking for? Because if I'm looking mm. for a maybe someone else is looking for them too. So you, you do that too. Who are you looking for? Who is the person that you're looking for? And be that person. Because a lot of times it's like, you know what you want to see. And there's other people that want to see the same thing, but it, it's just not there yet. You know, and you are that person. You are the one that is supposed to tap into that. So be the person you want to see, and I started doing that. I was like, you know what? I'm gonna do it. Why can't I be it? I'll be it. I'll be. I'll be the. I'll, I'll. I'll be that role model for myself. And so I just started posting more kind of like street style pictures with sneakers and, um, and not always sneakers, but just just more like a a, yeah. a more not so classy dresses and heels type of girl. Like I wear jeans and hoodies and sneakers, and I love God. You know what I mean? And that's
1: what I wanted to see so bad. So, yeah. No, I love that. I think along with what you heard on that podcast, like, what I'm really hearing is your purpose is where you become the solution.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: And it's like, that's how I see calling. Like, you know, you're becoming the solution Mm -hmm. to whatever problem God has called you to fix or to mend or to restore. Mm -hmm. And so I love that. I I think that's great.
2: I I totally agree with how you worded that about the the inter- being at the intersection of who God calls you to be and who people need you to be because um, mm-hmm. I think a lot of times on social media we get caught in our our own ways and 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 that we can be our own hindrances. I feel like like oh my yeah my makeup isn't good enough or the pictures the pictures is not good. I don't look good today. I don't feel good. I'm bloated. I'm like these are the things that I say to myself. And right and like I I just hear God like. It's not about you. It's about you, but it's not about you. (laughs) You Yeah. get Get out of your own head, because so and so needs the caption more than they need the picture. But you need a picture to put up with the caption. Mm. You need some sort of graphic. You know what I mean? So just you know, you have to continue to think of who that person is that needs what you have. The word that God gave you isn't just for you. You have to share. Right.
1: Yeah, no, absolutely. I think that's the most important part, just even being obedient and sharing. And I think that also goes along with, like, to an extent, not caring what other people think when it comes to your dreams and what you do and what you've Mm -hmm. been called to do. Mm -hmm. So how did you kind of get that level of comfortability in that, in doing what you do?
2: You got some good questions. So (laughs) I will say that not everyone is wired to not care. Yeah you know i have always been the most confident but i always knew there was something special about jordan whether mm. nobody else saw it or not and maybe this was because my family would tell me or you know i i don't know but i felt like there was always something special about me i was like i was over i was overweight as a child and i just remember still mm-hmm. feeling like i would be by myself but i still felt i am still loved I'm still loved, and I think carrying that on, like, I'm still loved regardless of how I feel about myself. God still loves me. That was, that helped me overcome, but I I think that it's just important to, and and also, let me add this, I think that I'm a dreamer, and I've always like I have friends and family that I'll be like, how did you get, how did you meet so-and-so? How did you get in the room with so-and-so? <clears throat> like, you know, because I, I wanted, I told you I wanted to be on one of Sixth and Park and, be you know, mm-hmm. like, you know, an entertainment reporter and stuff. I always got into concerts without even paying. I would meet, meet whoever the artists were. I was backstage. Wow. I don't, I can't tell you exactly how, but it was like this, <laughs> this thought of I deserve to be back here because they're no different than me. And that I think mm. that we can kind of carry that to Instagram. Like these people that are posting, I'm no different than anyone listening. I'm no different. I, like you could be doing the same thing. Like you know what I'm saying. Like slight differences is just making the, the conscious decision to lay down your fear. Like I'm. Mm. I'm like I'm not gonna. I'm, I'm. I might be scared, but I'm not gonna let fear keep me so held back that I can't take a step forward. And so, and when I say, when I say I'm a dreamer, it's not always a good thing because we have people that are wired as dreamers. We we have some people wired as realistic thinkers. And sometimes I wish I was a little realistic because I will shoot for the stars (laughs) and like fail and be like so (laughs) butthurt. I think it just comes down to knowing that you're loved and that you will fail. You will fail. You will post the wrong thing on social media. You will say the wrong thing in a meeting. You will, Mm -hmm. you know, you you won't get the interview. Like, these are real things that happen, but we don't let that stop us. We just keep going. We keep going. It's a part of the journey. I've been told no so many times. I posted the wrong thing so many times. I've said the wrong thing so many times, but this is all a part of our journey.
1: Yeah, that's so true. And even with that, like, you only need one yes, one confirmation, Mm -hmm for sure. For those who, you know, want to stop doubting themselves and really take the next step or who are even afraid to take the next step because of what they see on social media, how can they increase Mm -hmm. their confidence to move forward and live out their dreams?
2: Stop consuming. Stop looking at everybody else. Limit your screen time. Find a couple of people that inspire you and stick to them. Stick to the people that are inspiring you. Going through looking at people sitting in Mercedes Benz with Louis Vuitton bags and perfect nails is not encouraging to me at all. Now, Mm. like, and a lot of them aren't talking about God in those posts, so that does not help me at all, (laughs) you know? So pick a few people that you can go check on and see what kind of content they're producing (laughs) and stick to that. Stop consuming so much. I think I see myself, I see how I am when I consume a little bit more. And. Mm -hmm. I don't like myself. I, I wow. get down. I Like, my whole mood changes when I just see all these people, all the things that they have. And, like, I'm going to – I'll be honest about it. Like, I get sad. And I, I'm like, why can't I have that? And, that, like, mm-hmm. it's like a, a, a lingering thought in the back of my head. Why can't I have that? Why can't I have that beautiful kitchen? Why can't, you know? <laughs> or why can't I have that nice car with no yeah. crackers and goldfish? <laughs> so – and um, I think that it's just important to just limit consuming, for one. Um, also affirmations, you know. And I think this mm. is something people are talking a lot about. But you know, who go back to the Word of God. Who does He say? Who, who does He say you are? You are a daughter of the Most High. You're a daughter. You are so loved. You, you have riches in heaven stored mm. up for you, waiting for you. God, who made the universe, He loves you. And he cares for you and he's ordering your footsteps delight yourself in the lord and he'll give you all the desires of your heart because when our hearts are aligned with his desires for our life we like our desires are fulfilled you know and i think people kind of yeah. read that scripture but when we delight ourselves in him and we we're thinking of what god wants then our desires will be fulfilled through through christ so i just think it's really important to to just affirm ourselves and remind ourselves of who we are
0: yeah
1: absolutely I'm not gonna lie when you first said stop consuming I almost cringed but I knew it was the truth <laughs> mm-hmm. because even in October I took like the whole month off of social media and when I tell mm-hmm. you I have never been more inspired to create yeah I've never mm-hmm. been more inspired I wasn't comparing I wasn't looking at all these other people or, like, feeling self-doubt or self-pity or anything like that and just remembering, like, what God has called me to.
2: Yeah, yeah. And it's, you know, it's so hard because it's, like, I wonder if the people that are constantly consuming even our content, I wonder if they feel... Self doubt. I wonder if they're, yeah. they are struggle with any depression because of us, and that's a thought that I have. And I never want to make. I never want to be the reason why someone is in their room crying or upset or comparing themselves. I don't want to be the reason. And so that's something mm-hmm. like tr- being transparent with you. That's something that I, I, I feel for. And I'm like, is this okay? Like this is this post. I smoothed out and cleared mm-hmm. my face. I edited this. Is this really glorifying God? There's a great caption, but, like, is there someone seeping into a depression because of this post? And and I know it's not just yeah. because of me, but I don't want to contribute to that. So this being transparent, that is something that I've struggled with and I've asked myself because nobody's going to call you and say, hey, Jordan, I actually went into depression because of your post on how you met your husband and how mm-hmm. God – help your marriage you know like you know you you hear what I'm saying like it, it yeah be, it's, I'm here to uplift and support and motivate but I just I just hope and pray that I am not the cause of someone feeling more down than they already are yeah I never want that so that is definitely a struggle being a content creator for me
1: absolutely I definitely can see that but you know I think it's one thing that we just have to hope and pray that it's not and that we're really creating content as the Lord wants us to create that will reach people because yeah. you never know. Even that same post about you and your husband could inspire someone who was at the end of it, like, Absolutely. oh, I'm not Absolutely. doing this anymore, or to even okay. leave a relationship that they're in. So, you know, you never yeah. never know. Yeah.
2: No, you are totally right, totally right.
1: So with creating content, I kind of wanted to touch on – oh, actually, before I do that, I wanted to ask, do you actually have people who, you know, look at your content before you post it? Because I've heard of some people having, like, a small group that they send their content to before they actually post it just for them to look over and see, you know, make sure everything is, quote, unquote, kosher. Like you were saying, like, Mm -hmm. does this convey who I am what I want to say to people, is there something that yeah. can be taken out of context, et cetera?
2: Absolutely. Not for every post, but for mm-hmm. the, big, the, the, the ones that I know are going to be heavy hitters, yes. I yeah. do have people to look over, people I trust. Um, I, yes, but I have realized that at the end of the day, this is my platform, and nobody can tell me what to put on my platform. It's what I want to share. It's my mm-hmm. voice, and I can use it how I want. Um, so I actually wrote a post a couple months ago. This is when um, George Floyd had passed, and there was a lot going on. This was like a couple weeks after. But I posted um, just my experience being being raised in a mixed household and, you know, mm-hmm. just giving some, shedding some insight. I shared it with a couple of my friends. I shared it with a youth pastor who I trust, and they, they were like, yeah, this is great. I think this is really insightful, et cetera. And I posted it well i I got calls texts dms about how insensitive, why did I post that? how dare I feel that way, how dare I share that how dare I mm-hmm. be raised in that way and um for a while I was kind- i i didn't get out of bed for like four days. I was wow. in a dark room. And I, because I never wanted to hurt anybody, you know, and I'm like, I thought I was helping people sharing this, my perspective. And, you know, people were saying, this is not the right time. And after I, it was literally like a cloud was lifted on that. It was three days, that third day, like, or the fourth day, the the cloud was like lifted. I'm like, Jordan, how dare you let yourself go into a dark place over what people thought about how you feel? Your feelings yeah. are valid. Your experience is valid. And so I think that that was that really toughened up my skin. It thickened my skin. And I realized regardless of if I go and I share my posts with friends before, I share it with people I trust before, There's always there are always going to be people who don't like what you have to say or don't like your content. Mm. And I have to be okay with that as a creator. I have to be okay with the fact that people will not like what I have to say my testimony about masturbation and pornography, I had someone reach out and they were like, I'm really offended that you would post something like this. <laughs> and wow. I'm like, you, you're you offended by my story, my testimony. That is conviction of the Holy Spirit. Praise God. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> you know? And so, but they saw, they saw it as, how dare you? This is offensive. Oh, I cannot believe she posted this. And, you know, so it's just really, it's so interesting how people will try to control what you post. And I've just gotten to the point where I'm like, I don't care what you say, but it took me laying mm. in bed for three days in a dark place to get to this point of, I don't care what you say. I don't care. Yeah. I don't care. If you, if you think that I'm, I'm somebody that I'm not, I don't care because I'm putting out a, what I've asked God, if, if it was okay to post i and ask people who I trust who are believers, yes. I don't ask non-believers. I don't, like, especially, like, posts about testimonies and things, I do not ask any non-believers what they think, you know? And I don't, mm-hmm. and I, I, I would say that I, I don't want to sound negative, but it's you have to be connected with like-minded people. Just like yeah. you can't ask someone who knows nothing about social media, hey, what do you think about my branding for Instagram? If they don't even right. know what you're trying to do, you can't ask them; they're you're not like minded. You're not equally yoked in that way. But mm-hmm. if you have a friend who's also trying to do the same thing or already tapped into the industry, then that's someone's opinion who you can kind of weigh out a little bit. Do you, you see what I'm saying? So
1: yeah, no, 100%. all in all,
2: all in all, I I definitely have a couple people that I ask for, but I don't rely 100 percent on what they say. I don't, but that's I do. True. I take I take into consideration what they say for sure.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I think that's important, especially like you said, for the bigger things, running things by people, but ultimately it's mm-hmm. your call. It's whatever you feel called to by God, and no one can take right. that away from you.
2: Exactly.
1: I want to touch on excellence for a little bit because we can oftentimes with our goals and creating content, we can be like, well, I need to get to this level of excellence where everything is looking great, it's top-notch, all of that. I feel like there's always something that we're like, we're not satisfied. But with trusting in God and who he's called you to be and what he's called you to do for you, what does excellence look like in creating content and in your everyday life?
2: I would say that I actually had a phase, not even, I shouldn't be a phase, but I had this season of excellence with God, the woman of excellence in the Bible. And what she was doing. She was waking up early. She was sewing clothes for her kids. She was buying land. She was investing in land and planting wine vineyards. So she was a businesswoman. She was all of these things. And I realized that we don't, as women, we don't have to limit ourselves to just being a wife or just being a businesswoman. We, we can be all the things that we want to be because the woman of excellence in the Bible, she was all those things. She was killing yeah. it. But she did have help. She had help, too. She had help. But she was well respected and her husband respected her. So mm-hmm. I always refer back to her and like God spoke that scripture to me um about the woman of excellence and I I was thrift, I was at the thrift store and I saw this this it's like a nude colored T shirt and it said excellence on the on the front and I got it. I was like, Yeah, this is definitely like a season of excellence. But I think what excellence looks like for me is being diligent and working efficiently and mm-hmm. prioritizing things because I think there's a lot, of, a lot of things that we can get done without stretching ourselves too thin if we prioritize our day correctly and yeah. we schedule things out and we set our boundaries so we know that we're not going to take any more calls after 5 or we're not going to go hang out with friends every single night of the weekday, you know. Um, so, you know, setting setting boundaries and also not letting perfection be the enemy of getting things done. I, I think that, you know, we do need to make sure, like I mentioned before, we need to make sure that our content is high quality, but we can't let the quality be need, need more important than the actual content that we're putting out. We can't let perfection be the enemy of getting things done and getting things out to the people that need to see and hear it.
1: I 100% agree. I think you gave some really great insight into excellence. And even talking about the woman in Proverbs 31, I think is a great example, because I think a lot of times, People look at her as, like, a woman that we should aspire to be for marriage. But no, like, we should aspire to be for life, for excellence, Mm -hmm. for so many different things. So I love that you brought light to that. And so kind of wrapping up, I used to do this when I first started my podcast. I had this section, and it was called Hashtag Put Me On. I'm going to run through some questions, and they're just going to be, like, fun questions. The first one is, what are you listening to right now? So that could be music, podcast, audiobook, whatever have you.
2: I am listening to Jingle Bells by Mickey and the (laughs) Gang on because my daughter will not let us listen to anything else in the car. (laughs) But I'm also listening to Amy Porterfield and Jenna Kutcher on podcasts. I think that they're Mm -hmm. both pretty good they're both really good especially amy i really like she's built like you know a million dollar business doing yeah marketing and teaching people other other people how to do it i really like her and they have they both have like a lot of free things i'm always grabbing all the free stuff and all the listening to all the podcasts so that is what i'm listening to right now
1: awesome what are you watching right now
2: there is this new show called wild on amazon prime Oh. It is about a group of girls that, they're, they're, for whatever reason, their parents have shipped them off to go have a girls retreat, whether it's punishment, whether it's they're worried about the girls because they're getting in trouble at school, or they needed a vacation. So they send them out to Hawaii, except the plane crashes, and the girls end up stranded on this island. There oh. is a really crazy twist i it's it's like kind of slow it's a little bit slow at points especially in the beginning but mm-hmm. i like it i I like it a lot because it's not like you know it's not like mature adults but it's like it's probably like pg-13 and i'm really big on like being able to have stuff on that's not too you know vulgar, right. vulgar. and it's it's really hard to find so i'm not saying it's super clean but it's it's a, it's a cool show. I I always, I love island movies, getting stranded. I don't, I and I don't know why. I do not know <laughs> why that is.
1: <laughs> what are you eating or drinking?
2: Okay, so I'm drinking this tea called Throat Coat. I don't know why they called it that. Throat but coat. Throat Coat. And I am not big on licorice, but the mm-hmm. base of it is like a licorice candy, and it's really good. It's like, I don't know, it has this sweet, I don't know, aftertaste. This is really good. So I drink that some mornings. And what am I eating? Oh, my gosh. I'm eating so crappy because we literally just, we're moving into our new house. And you know how that is. Like, anytime you, yeah. have, you don't have food, like, your fridge is empty. So you're eating out. So take out all day. I'm, I'm, yeah. We had takeout last night and the night before. It's been really bad. So I don't even want to tell you what I'm eating. But I did have a Hawaiian <laughs> roll bagel for breakfast like you know the hawaiian Mm roll
1: like they have
2: bagels yeah i had one of those for breakfast i feel like that's the last thing that i ate
1: (laughs) wow i might have to try that that sounds really good to try it who do you adore or are you impressed by right now
2: so i have to say two people Two people that other people don't know but i feel like they can both inspire people but my mother, I'm li- we're living at home with my parents while we're moving into our new house, and I definitely have to say my mom. She is a virtual, well, she's a teacher, so she's teaching from home, but she teaches. Yeah. I think it's either, I think it's first grade, yeah, first grade, and she's just really patient with her kids, and it's really encouraging for me as a mom, you know, like as a, as a yeah. newer mom to see her patience with kids. And my second person is my best friend Alyssa. She is actually someone who's trying to get into the influencer content creator industry herself and she's actually been talking about it for a long time. But this past week I invited her to Clubhouse. Are you do you know what Clubhouse is?
1: Yes, I just got in okay.
0: Clubhouse.
2: Okay, cool. So I invited her to Clubhouse. And it just seemed like after she got on Clubhouse, like something clicked started making wow. this move to, like, she she met up with a local um, photographer. They got, like, some trade agreement together. So they're going to be doing, like, a trade-off. And the girl's going to be taking her pictures of her and her family for social media. She's going to do her blog. She's going to be, like, sharing the gospel. She's doing podcasts. She's doing all these really, really, really cool things. And she's a yeah. Christian. She's sharing the word of God. And so I'm just really encouraged and inspired by her that she just, like, laid down all her fear last week and was like I'm going to do this like God said it I'm going to believe it I'm going to do it so those yeah. are the two people that are really inspiring me right now and the people that I adore
1: and lastly what is God speaking to you right now
2: so this morning I turned on the radio and um you know that song if you said and we believe it
1: Cause by with City man. music yeah well,
2: here's, yeah. <laughs> no, I can't sing but yes that song was on, and it just brought tears to my eyes, and I, like, it was like my spirit was crying, and I, like, I kind of wasn't, like, my physical body wasn't there. Like, my physical body wasn't really listening to the words, but I noticed my Mm -hmm. spirit was listening to the words because I was crying. And so I had a moment, and I'm like, who? My spirit needed to hear that he is a man of his word, and so I just took a moment to think of what that meant for me, and, and what that meant for this season, and right now, the home, like I said, we just bought a house. The home buying process is already really hard, but in like during COVID, it has been really, really stressful because the interest rates are so low on homes, and there's not a lot of homes. Literally, mm-hmm. we were making offers on homes that we had never seen in person before, and they wow. were they already they already had offers on them. So it was so hard to find, and our real estate agent she kept saying, "Look, like." God is, God has a house for you. It's it's going to be yeah. the perfect house. Just just If it, if it didn't happen yet, like, if it's going to happen. It's going to be the right house. And she kept saying that, and we had other people saying that, too. And I'm just like, God, like, do you really have a house for us? Do you really have the perfect house for us? And finally, we found this blue house, which I didn't envision my first house being blue. <laughs> but it's blue, and it's renovated, but it's an old house, which I wanted because it has character and, hmm. like, cat- and crevices for the kids to hide and just all the things that I envisioned and you know, I was still on the fence like, is it gonna fall through? Is it gonna fall through? Is it gonna fall through? And mm-hmm. then um, this Tuesday we finally closed. Everything was official after so many things like were like it was like things would go wrong and then it would they would get fixed and then go wrong again and get fixed. And it was literally, like, something was working against us, but then, like, God was like, no, I already said it. You got to believe it. Believe it. Believe it. Yeah. So yours. And so putting things away today in our new house, it was just really surreal. And I'm like, okay, he said it, and I believe it. So I keep thinking of that song. You know, if he said it, believe it. It's yours. It's yours. Absolutely. I love that.
1: And I've loved talking with you today, Jordan. I really appreciate you coming on, just sharing all that you have, all the gems, the nuggets, your stories. It's amazing.
2: Absolutely, I'm so glad that I got the chance to be on here because I know it's gonna blow up, and I'm it's gonna be harder <laughs> to to get a hold of you soon.
1: Oh, girl. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't want to say I hope, but I do for the sake of you know yeah. hearing the gospel for sure. Yeah. Absolutely, Um, absolutely. So where can people find you? Please plug yourself, your Instagram, your socials, all of that.
2: You can all find me and my freebies on my Instagram page. My name is Jordan, but it's spelled J-O-R-D-Y-N-N. You can find me at jordan.nicholson on Instagram. And Nicholson is N-I-C-H-O-L-S-O-N. Um, and obviously Twitter, but I don't really get on there. Instagram is like my main, my main thing. And you can also go to my website, JordanNicholson dot com. And yeah, I look forward to hearing back from everybody. If you shoot me an email, I typically always respond to emails. So yeah. That's
0: it for this episode of the Influence podcast thank you so much for listening be sure to use hashtag influenced when you're talking about the podcast on social media and also shameless plug be sure to follow me on instagram and twitter at selah brianna c-e-s-t-l-a-b-r-i-a-n-n-a until next time do see you